Let's live in a scenario where Caleb Williams and Drake may have been taken with the top two picks and we'll go through the different scenarios. So like I said, the Patriots get a top four pick if they lose out. If they get three or four, are you comfortable taking Jaden Daniels there? If uh, Obviously, if they lose out, Bailey Zappi is pretty much locked in as he's not going to be the starter next year. If he wins out, I think it's an interesting conversation. But if they lose out, do you take Jaden Daniels? Do you trade back, try to get some more capital and get him later? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I absolutely take Jaden Daniels. I think if you have mm -hmm. a chance to take a quarterback with his ceiling, you have to do it. You, ha you have to do it. You mm -hmm. can't pass in, in the situation. You're, you're going to pass on Jaden Daniels because maybe just maybe Bailey Zappi's okay. Right? Like, even if Bailey Zappi is, let's say what we've seen the last three weeks is who Bailey Zappi is, and I know they're two and one, but okay. They put up 19 points on offense last week. Mm -hmm. Right? The Steelers game, you got one half of good football. And then uh, why am I blanking on the game that was in the middle? You got uh, the Chiefs. You got like sort yeah. of one half of good football. So, yeah, I still think that the quarterback is – the position of quarterback is what it is. You need to go get a guy with a guy like – I wouldn't force it, right? I'm not going to like freak out and take Michael Penix that high or Bo Nix that high. But if Jane Daniels is on the board, I think the Patriots have to take him. Yeah, I agree. Like you said, the draft is unpredictable and you really don't want to be the team that, you know, trades to five because you're thinking, oh, you know, they're going to take Marvin Harrison Jr. Joe Alt's going right. to be off the board. We got our guy. Somebody comes and swoops him out from under you. And then you have to settle if you want a quarterback oh. for either a developmental guy or a pure pocket passer. A little historical context on that. The last time a team traded down from a top 10 pick and took a quarterback in the first round was 1995. The Panthers traded from one to five to Kerry Collins. Steve McNair went third, by the way. So that just, it shows the way teams approach the quarterback position in the draft. And I think correctly have you, if your guy's on the board, take them, take them. Mm -hmm. Because how many, you know, the number of quarterbacks that have been traded up for in that time, it's, it's a lot. I don't have the exact mm -hmm. number, but it's a significant amount. Um, if your guy's on the board, you take him. You don't flirt with it. Let me put it this way. If you think a guy who's going to win you a Super Bowl is mm -hmm. sitting there, is there anything worth risking moving down two spots? You're going to well, get a third-round pick. Is that worth some Super bizarro <laughs> thing happening where now you lose the guy that you think is your future Super Bowl-winning quarterback? It's not. So is it maybe a little bit of an overdraft? Yes. People thought the Chiefs overdrafted Patrick Mahomes in 2017. Right, yeah. Is anybody talking about that anymore? Not really. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the point. If you hit on the pick, it's all well and good. And if the guy isn't good, doesn't matter whether you took him at three or five. You have a bad quarterback. You got to start over anyway. So if your guy's on the board, you take him. FanDuel is the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. And if we're going to overdraft at any position, it's going to be quarterback because no one's right. really going to give you crap if you take, especially a Jaden Daniels. It's not like you're shooting for a Penix or a Bo Nix where there's like, yeah, no, legitimately you should have waited and that was really bad. Jaden Daniels is one of those guys with his talent, as you said, you really want to pull the trigger because it's so easy for somebody to take him out from under you. So if they end up winning one game, so I'll try to make it interesting and say that Bailey Zappi plays really well against either the Bills or Jets defense. So if he struggles against one of those defenses, like that's what we're expecting. But if he right. has a game like he had last week against the Broncos, where it's, oh no, he looks good in the pocket. He's moving around. He's making plays off schedule. He's throwing really accurate deep passes. 
if that happens, does that change your mind at all? Do you feel like, okay, maybe we get, because we were talking about this in the uh, media workroom, like uh, maybe you get Joe Alt because again, that is probably the second hardest position to get a true franchise player. Where you lock him in for 10 years, you say, this is our guy. We don't even have to think about this position. Do you start flirting with that or is it still, we're taking a quarterback? No, because you got to go by the entire body of work. That's just mm-hmm. the reality of it. You got to go by the entire body of work and at best he's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And you can't win with an inconsistent quarterback. So I, in, unless he re, like, I, I just, I know what I've seen. I know what I've seen him. I think he's done a good job. I think he's proven he can be a capable backup, a bridge starter, a spot, spot starter in this league, but you're starting from scratch anyway, right? You might as well sp- swing big. What's Bailey Zappi's upside. What's Jane Daniels upside. If you get the yeah. best version of Bailey's app, you should be, you should be counting on yourself to get the best version of whatever player you have at quarterback. That should, um, and I, that might not be the Patriots approach, but it should mm-hmm. be. If you're counting on yourself to get the best version of whoever you have at quarterback, is the, whose best version is better, Bailey Zappi or Jaden Daniels? I think that's an easy one. I do think, I absolutely agree. I really got no notes there, especially considering, okay, you talk about even if the offensive line, you don't have that franchise left tackle and you try to do your best, but it's still not a great unit. You're going to get a lot more out of Jaden Daniels with a bad offensive line than you're going to get out of a Bailey Zappi just because he's stuck to the pocket. And you can move it, give him a big gap or something like that, but it's not the same. Let me be clear. This is not me saying that the offensive line is fine. This is not me saying that the wide receiver room is fine. They're not. And those need to be addressed as well. But the reality is good quarterbacks don't come available. There's a lot of good wide receivers in this draft. There's some good tackles, but there's always one or two good tackles every year. There's never, ever. Like the whole thing about good quarterbacks being available in free agency and via trade. I know that's kind of become the norm in the last couple of years. That's because there was such... Uh, an overflow of talent at the quarterback position in the 2010s more than the league has ever seen that it created this kind of anomaly where you saw guys like Tom Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Phillip Rivers, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan changing teams. I think Rodgers was the last, like who's next from that group that, that they've all aged out now. I know some people say, Oh, you signed Baker. The Bucks are idiots if they let Baker make it. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. They are not letting that guy out the door because they don't want to be in the spot the Pats are. You, I I say this all the time, Taylor. The worst place you can be is in in the quarterback carousel. That -hmm. is a scary, scary, scary place to be as an NFL team. There's a reason I held on. You guys kind of got after me for holding on hope, holding out hope for Mac Jones as long as I did. Part of the reason for that was I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to be in the quarterback carousel because it's terrifying. So you still need to address tackle. You still need to address wide receiver, but there's other ways to do that. Whether that's uh, Troy Smith or Jonah Williams in free agency, or you, I think like you can get a guy, Patrick Paul early in the second round, who's maybe not a potential all pro like Joe Alt is, but I think it's a plug and play day one starter and is going to be a good capable NFL tackle. There's wide receivers in this draft that are going to go in the second round that I have first round grades on guys like Xavier Worthy and A.D. Mitchell. You also have T Higgins is going to be available. Mike Evans, if the Bucks have to pay Baker Mayfield, they may not pay Mike Evans. They may say we're going to go younger wide receiver. He could mm-hmm. be a guy that's available. There's also future years because the major- almost every year there's three or four first round graded instant starter offensive tackles. Mm-hmm. Most years you get that at wide receiver. Last year, I think, was kind of a fluke year where you didn't, but most years you're going to have good wide receivers. 
the the way it's going with quarterbacks right now, there are not it's not guaranteed you're going to be able to draft a quarterback every year. We were talking about the 2022 mm-hmm. class uh, earlier uh, earlier in the day, Taylor, off the air, that 2022 quarterback class where Kenny Pickett was the only first rounder. Your face says it all, Malik. Mm-hmm. But like Bailey Zappi <laughs> might be the second best quarterback in that class. Uh, actually, Obviously, yeah, yeah. Brock Purdy, who went last, and that's yeah. If you're going to have the Niners' offense, great, you can afford to do that. Show me what the, how the Patriots' offense stacks up to the Niners, and I'll tell you they can wait till the seventh <laughs> round to take their quarterback. Uh, there's more and more classes like that. I think even this past year was not a great quarterback class. I didn't love, and this is going to sound like revisionist history, but it'll be great, Taylor, because nobody lets me talk draft outside of being relevant to the Patriots. Now I have this show to go back. Bryce Young's a decent prospect. I didn't love him. I thought CJ Stroud came with his risks. Obviously, he's panned out. Houston did a great job. Anthony Richardson was a pure project quarterback. And then that was kind of it in terms of potential starters. And uh, Albert Breer had this report, I think it was last week, and I agree with him. You go back to that 21 class and you put all the quarterbacks in the same draft. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence is still 1 1. Caleb Williams is 2. Drake May is 3. And it's probably between Jaden Daniels, CJ Stroud, and Justin Fields for 4. Mm-hmm. So you're not, you can't necessarily say we're going to push it to next year. These things change drastically with the transfer portal and all that. Like this year, we didn't, this time last year, we didn't know Jaden Daniels would be an option. But Mm. look, if that's the game you want to play, Shadur Sanders is going to go 1-1. So you're counting, are you going to have the worst record in the league if you add a a good tackle, a good wide receiver? The other guys who are projected first round picks, Cam Ward is kind of a similar, uh, less polished Jaden Daniels. The other guy, these are the other guys projected to go in the first round right now. Riley Leonard, my con for him is Sam Ellinger. Tyler Van Dyke Ooh. is got benched at Miami last year. Uh, Will Howard is an NPC quarterback. I mean, like he's fine, but he's not anything to get excited about. And then that's it. The guys who are supposed to be the elite quarterbacks in this class, Drew Aller and uh, Kyle McCord, both sucked this year. Like McCord had a transfer out of Ohio State. So right, yeah. you were playing a dangerous, dangerous game. If you say, ah, I'll get the quarterback next year. You might not be in a position to get a quarterback next year. There may not be a quarterback for you to get next year. You Mm -hmm. don't take chances. And this is why I still stand by. Mac Jones was the right pick. Even if it didn't pan out, because you, what would they have done the next year? And it's not like they had any other options in the class either. Exactly. Mac Jones was the only guy who was an option. And if they'd waited the next year, they probably would have ended up with Kenny Pickett. So great. You still get Mac Jones just one year later. (laughs) When you Tiny have, hands, Mac Jones. <laughs> right, exactly. When you have a chance to take the quarterback, you have to do it. That's yep. just the way the NFL works. That's just the way the league is set up. I hate it. I missed back in the day when you could take a running back in the top five because every position mattered and teams are more well-rounded. They're not mm-hmm. anymore. And that's unfortunate. But if you want to win games, you got to play the game. And that's Jaden Daniels and or whichever quarterback. I'm also, we talked about this before, and Daniels might go too. It might be Drake May. You got to take the quarterback. That was one of your best rants Thank of you. this entire series. That was fantastic. No notes. It's basically my entire draft philosophy for this year laid out. I'm going to, I might piss you off a little bit with this one, but you know, okay. play devil's advocate for the sake of conversation. Yeah. Would you have any interest in no. Ruskin? To come? And I will throw Kirk Cousins into that mix as well. Nope. No? So I'll actually give you another guy. Uh, Kirk Cousins I'm out on. He's, he's what, 35, 36. He's coming off a torn Achilles. Like, if you 
if they were to draft somebody in the first round and you're going to tell me Kirk Cousins is the bridge guy and he's here to mentor the younger guy, like I could get into that. Um, with Russ, it's kind of the same thing. Like if he's here, but I don't think he's going to sign to be a bridge guy. He's not going to sign with no. a team that's drafting a first you, round. Like guy. Russ as a mentor sounds genuinely terrible. Right. Terrible. <laughs> if you're going to draft a short mobile quarterback who is just all over the map and completely unpredictable, or sorry, if you're going to sign a short mobile quarterback who's totally uh, all over the map and completely unpredictable, go give me Kyler Murray at that point. And I'm not saying I want Kyler Murray, but Russ is old. He's been hurt. He hasn't played well the last few years. He's a head case. He's going to want a decent amount of money. You can't draft somebody because you don't want to piss him off. No, no, I, no. I, I I'm, I'm out on Russell Wilson. There probably are teams he makes sense for in the league. Uh, I think Atlanta would be a great fit for him. That's mm, one team uh, because yeah. they run a good offense for him. And, and he, much like Arthur Smith, just does not consider throwing to tight ends ever. So that's kind of a match made in heaven. Um, yeah. Atlanta makes sense. Um, I had one other one and I don't remember who it was, but I, I had one other one in my head. Oh, Seattle. If they're done with Geno Smith, like if Geno Smith, that they're like, yeah, hey, we want to reset it. Maybe he goes back there. Although I don't know what his and Pete's relationship is like, but yeah, uh, I, I, I don't need to see Russ in New England. We, we already did Cam Newton. I'm, I'm good on totally that. Agree. All right. So now the last scenario that we're going to talk about was if they went out, if they went out, it most, and this is, you know, to make this interesting, Bill O'Brien mentioned how Zappi is getting better. Bill Belichick said, Zappi is getting better. And again, last week was a legitimately good performance. In Pittsburgh, we talked about it. I still had my questions where I was like, I think he got lucky on a few of those throws. I didn't like the decisions. I thought he was really slow processing. And there's still issues. But the highs were like, oh, no, this is very real. And he cut way down on the turnover-worthy plays. He had the opening fumble, didn't have another one after that. And that is significant because the whole thing Belichick said is protecting the football. That's your first job as the quarterback because you touch the ball more than anybody else. So if he gets better and you see, oh, he's playing well against the Bills, he's playing well against the Jets, those are two of the best defenses in a uh, maybe not the Bills necessarily, but they're a good defense, they're well coached, Jets are one of the better defenses in the entire league, and they're in your division, so that's a pretty significant showcase. If he wins out, has like 100 passer rating in both games, and you're looking and saying, I'm seeing the progress, it's not perfect, but, you know, he's showing me something very real. Do you still say, I don't care. I would rather have a guy who's proven he could at the very least be a great backup and maybe even a good starter. And then you get a guy, a quarterback, who you get in the draft and you say, you know, this is the athletic freak where if Bailey Zappi doesn't work out, then, you know, we're still in a really good position. And this is considering if they had a top nine pick. So they'd probably have to trade up or they'd have to stand package Jaden Daniels or something like that. Or do you say, no, Zappi has really shown me something. I want to stick with this guy. He's going to be cheap. And then you go and get your Joe Alt or your Marvin Harrison Jr. Trade up and get the quarterback. Everything I said still applies. Yep. Get up, get okay. Daniels, go where you got to get him. It's it's playing game in the, in, in the NFL. You got to go. And we just kind of went through it. Like there aren't as many teams in, in need of a quarterback as you'd think. Go up and get the quarterback. You got to do it. Not even like wait to get like a Michael Pruitt or something, or like a bow or somebody like that. Like you're saying, no, get your top quarterback. No, the drop from Jaden Daniels to Michael Penn. And everybody knows I like Michael Penix. The gap mm -hmm. between Jaden Daniels and Michael Penix is significant. You're talking about a, a different kind of player. So visit fanduel.com slash Boston 
and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 